Welcome back. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on 640 Toronto. I'm Jody Vance filling in. Like comedian Jared Carmichael said there in that clip that you just heard, that was his opening monologue for Saturday Night Live this weekend. Everyone is really tired about talking about it. But as much as it has been talked about, a week out from it, it kind of feels like learning from it is the only way that we can all move forward from it. Reaction was loud from all perspectives when it happened, but the most important one here might be that of our next guest. Aaron Maxwell William is a Toronto-based actor and comedian who wrote an op-ed piece in The Star last week after it happened. And he joins me now to share the story about how he reacted and is continuing to learn and react to it. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Really glad to have you here. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Walk me through the experience of it for you. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, just like anybody who was watching the show, uh, having a fine time, enjoying what I could enjoy, and uh, scoffing at what wasn't funny. And then when I saw uh, Will go up to the stage to uh, confront Chris, I initially thought it was going to be, you know, a, a, a fun little ribbing between two comedians. I've seen Will play around. Uh, on stages and in award shows before. So I thought, oh, cool, this is going to be spontaneous and fun. And then immediately was slapped into disbelief, just like the rest of us. And then after it happened, nothing else was important. The show kind of just turned into white noise. Um, And for the next whatever it was, hour or two afterwards, it it was the only thing we could think about. Um, And then before I know it, I'm being asked to uh, write an op-ed uh, for the Toronto Star, because I'm an actor, I do some shows on the weekend uh, where we're uh, improvising and Will comes up and the crowd is doing a huge laugh, um, reading a lot of hot takes on how we should think about this issue, hearing comedians that agree with the action, uh, hearing people who disagree with the action. It's just been, it's just been a lot over the last week with this, with this topic. You as a performer, uh, an actor, and, and an improvisational comedic entity, you walk on an edge. Uh, the only reference I really have is I used to be a waitress at a comedy club back in the heyday of comedy. Like I worked at the Flying Club that became the Comedy Club that became Yuck Yucks. And I've watched a lot of edgy comedy. And a lot of it was full of clunkers. I mean, a lot of it was like, really, did you just say that? But that's how some of those comedians found their footing to a really great bit. You know, a lot of clunkers before one worked. And everybody can have their two cents on whether or not Chris Rock's joke was offside or what have you. But certainly most are in agreement that aggression at the level of what we saw Will Smith exhibit on an Oscar stage at that felt like a jolt. And in your piece in The Star, you tell a story of how Will Smith became, well, really your hero. Share a little bit of that with our listener. Uh, Sure. Um, So I grew up watching The Fresh Prince and movies like The Men in Black. Uh, But in my piece, I tell the story of me and my family going to see Ali. I think I was around uh, 11 years old. And there was just something about that movie which had me realize that actors can transform themselves into, like transform themselves into characters. So when I was watching Will Smith, I wasn't watching Will play Will like I saw him play in 
Men in Black and into the Fresh Prince. Like he was Ali to me. So it was just, it was a, it was a moment in a film that really opened my eyes to what was possible um, in film and as an actor. Uh, so that became really important to me. And obviously, you know, the Fresh Prince, the reruns, just, I've been a fan my entire life and will be a fan for the rest of my life. It's not like this event has changed something drastic about my perception of him. It's just unfortunate that when we talk about him uh, going forward, there's going to be this little blemish uh, on his on his image, unfortunately. It is going to be something that everybody goes, remember that? Remember, you know, and can you believe it was only just a week ago? It feels like five years ago it feels like it was in the 80s um, because there's been so many people unpacking how we all feel about it and for me personally it was a i really don't want the normalization of overt aggression to to grow i mean and that's not about will smith that's about like on so many levels it's keyboard warriors it's politicians who drop f-bombs it's it's like there's this feeling of sort of unbridled aggression and, and certainly seeing anybody hit someone else and Chris Rock with his hands behind his back, never expecting to be struck was, was extra. And it was like, okay, how do I feel about Will Smith moving forward? Like you huge fan, love me some men in black so much. Fresh Prince also amazing. Ali unreal. Like I'm so parallel, so parallel with you, except for the fact that I'm not going to be able to unsee what I saw. And that's not a pearl clutching thing. It's like, I always thought he was the guy that would never, right. He'd be the calming voice in the room. He's always kind of come across as, as this kinder, gentler, even like King Richard was the furthest from it that I had seen a great movie. And he played that sort of aggressive, sort of not reading the room guy. And for me, it was the the standing ovation that he got when he won Best Actor. Did that surprise you that everybody stood up? Uh, a little bit. Not at the time, because at the time I wasn't sure what they should do. But it became clear very quickly that it, he should have been removed or he should have had the grace enough to remove himself um, because no one else in the world could get away with a similar action. Only a, a choice few people in that position, in his position, could get away with with pulling that move and then just some time later, 40 minutes later, uh, getting a standing ovation. Um, I think it would have felt better for everyone watching, everyone in the room, and probably for Will and, and, and Chris if he just wasn't able to accept his award. I think he should get the award, um, but just unfortunately, his punishment should have been that he doesn't get to accept it. Very and if, well we were in, if, if we were in that world, then we probably wouldn't be talking about it for as long. Um, and I don't know. I, I think it's starting to dry up a bit. Uh, it'll be curious to see how this conversation goes forward. What I'm interested in talking about is uh, culturally, what do we all want collectively from comedy? Do we simply want people to talk about airline food? Um, and you know what they did that day or their their mother-in-law or something like that or do we want comedians to be able to uh, you know live on the edge a little bit and and and, and get a little testy and, and play with taboos etc um, I just think sooner or later we're gonna need a, a collective answer to that question so when a joke like uh, Chris made on stage comes up there's no room for people to to guffaw or have takes that 
it shouldn't have been said. Like, I want a collective understanding of like, no, this is okay because it's in this context. It's not malicious. It's part of the job. And we have to accept that to a certain degree, especially if you're in a power, powerful position like Will Smith's. And he clearly he knows that he's talked about it. He said it in his apology. Um, surely something is likely going on with him personally that led him down this road. So who knows? Um, but yes, especially if you're in a powerful position, it's a part of the game. We're with Aaron Max- Maxwell William, a Toronto-based actor and uh, improv and comedian, somebody who would be on stage saying things. The first thing that comes to your mind, the the edgy joke, and so much of of comedy comes from the uncomfortable or the, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. And But there are unwritten rules in comedy as well. I was really surprised about the the aggression and, and also the... Um, the, the visceral, like even when Will Smith sat back down, the anger was so there. Can you can you speak to that to some degree, as you said, culturally speaking, and specifically men, um, that what this may or may not do, have done a disservice to, or um, do you think it it caused a greater harm, or is this can this just be what it is and moved forward from? Um, look, as far as uh, Will being a man and how men go forward <laughs> defending their actions by saying that they're going to, that they're defending their wives or girlfriends, etc. I think it's, uh, it's a little toxic, it's a little old school, it's a little patriarchal. Um, it's not the direction that I thought that we were collectively going in, but it seems as though there's a pretty loud contingent of people who still would like to live under those uh, rules of engagement. Um, so it's it's interesting that this came up and uh, that's shown itself as uh, a part of our society that wants to stick around, men defending the honor of women in this violent way. Um, I've also heard some people comment and say that what Chris Rock did, his joke is violence in and of, in and of itself. I don't agree with that, but that seems to be a conversation that a lot of people want to have um yeah my take is that it's uh, it just it seems old school i've talked to my girlfriend i've talked to some uh friends of mine who are women and they don't seem to want to be defended in that way um no. so yeah it, it seems like it would be that, a, a i'm aligned yeah, i'm right, aligned right, i'm like no right. thank you thank you very much please don't right do no that. no please don't, don't don't do that i don't need that um yeah and then as, yeah. and as far as like in a uh performance setting I'm not a stand-up, so I don't have the same fears as I'm sure many stand-ups uh, will have going forward. Um, time will tell if this event has um, caused more people to feel like they can do the same thing. Uh, mm. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too surprised if uh, com- uh, stand-up comedians have that fear. Doing improv a little different. Um, the the tone of it can be not as sharp um so we'll, we'll we'll just see hopefully hopefully this is just something that that dies out and peters out soon enough and um we won't have to hear about it too much more yeah well i appreciate you taking the time to put some punctuation on it right here and i recommend that people uh search your name aaron maxwell william not just to read your op-ed in the toronto star but also to maybe see you on stage where can people see you 
Uh, so tonight I'm going to be at the uh, Comedy Bar on Danforth for the Second City's show Swipe Right. Um, so you can check that out, uh, check out the Second City. And then also I'm working on a short film called Polygraph, which should be coming out later in the year. We'll look forward to that. And I'll look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank it. you so much. I really appreciate it.